Let me tell you about the covenant. How important is the Bible to America? <laughs> I would have had an answer, a better answer to that a few years ago. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I think it's still important to a lot of people. That's yeah, for sure. and it, that is fading and going away. Uh, and it's because it's not part of our culture anymore. Uh, and we need to get it back in there. That's why Andrew Claven, who is a good friend of ours and uh, one of the best screenwriters, he's an amazing screenwriter. Um, he and KO Films have created The Covenant. It's a multi-season TV series adaptation of the stories in the Old Testament. It is going to be done like The Chosen. It's going to be done really, really well. It's going to tell the actual stories of the heroes and the sinners and the conquerors and the kings. God's connection to humans then and God's connection to humans today. We've got to get this back into our culture. If you would like to invest in this project, go to kotv.com slash Beck. That's C-A-Y-O-T-V dot com slash Beck. K-O-T-V dot com slash Beck. I have interpreted uh, my job as I'm supposed to be a warning. I'm supposed to raise the red flag uh, in warning and say danger on the curves ahead. I I honestly don't really like that. <laughs> I'd rather be a part of the solution, but the first thing that has to happen is we all have to admit we have a problem. Uh, then we can start to heal ourselves. <clears throat> well, we have a big problem, and it slipped under the radar for most Americans, and I need to raise that red flag. Something that will completely change your life and seal the deal on America's fate. I explain it to you next. Uh, let me tell you about our, uh, let me tell you about our, our sponsor this half hour. It's car shield car shield. Um, if you're really basic, something might go wrong with your car you weren't expecting to have it fixed, you know, to have to fix it. And, uh, now you're like me, basic guy going, oh, I come on. I don't care how much money you have. I don't think Bill Gates ever says, oh, well, it's no big deal. <laughs> it's the car is broken down at the perfect time. It is a hassle and it is expensive to fix your car. And usually because it's getting so expensive now with the chips and everything else that usually you have to start all over. If you've paid for your car and you've had it for five or six years and it's it's done out of warranty, you'll drive that car until it can't be driven anymore or until the mechanic says it's it's more than it's worth to fix it. And then you have to start the process all over again and go and get in debt and buy a new car. 
Well, CarShield has the answer. They will help you get on back on track when you're in a pinch on the side of the road. They have the they have you covered from the breakdown to the uh, tow service to the rental car to the mechanic of your choice. CarShield will make your auto repair a smooth ride and they pay for all the covered repairs. I want you to go to carshield.com slash back, save 10%. Carshield.com slash back, deductible, may apply. Yesterday, I spoke to you in hour number three. If you missed it, get the podcast. I told you about what the Biden administration slipped under the radar on Friday. You are not going to hear anyone in the mainstream media talk about this. Um, but I, I will tell you, uh, this is probably the most important thing uh, that you can concentrate on right now. If you want to know what the government doesn't want you to know, you can do your own homework and pay attention to what they release on Friday afternoons. The White House, their latest, please don't look into this Friday release, was Biden's climate finance report. Now, I told you yesterday how they're going to begin enforcing the left's radical agenda on people like you and me. And there is no coincidence that Jen Psaki made these comments in the same week. The president wants to make fundamental change in our economy, and he feels coming out of the pandemic is exactly the time to do that. And if we don't do it now, if we don't address uh, the cost of child care, to go back to Josh's question earlier, if we don't uh, address the climate crisis, if we don't ensure that universal pre-K is a reality now, uh, we're we're not going to have the same opportunity to do it for some time. Okay, forget about the universal K, pre-K, and the child care. That's all red herrings. All red herrings. They just said the quiet part out loud. The president wants to make a fundamental change in our economy. And he feels coming out of the pandemic is exactly the time to do that. Making a change in our economy. Now, that sounds like something that should be addressed from the Oval Office. I don't know, 8 p.m. on a Wednesday where we're all together and we're like, oh, OK, he wants to make a change. Let's talk about it. It's interesting because what she just said is the exact language, almost a quote from the people over at the Great Reset, the World Economic Forum. This is the most dangerous movement in the world right now. It is a direct shot by a railgun at Liberty. And when I started talking about this year, year and a half ago, the system went into overdrive to call it a conspiracy. President-elect Joe Biden is weeks away from taking office, but his presidency already has a growing conspiracy following it. <laughs> it is called the Great Reset. The theory accuses Mr. Biden of playing a part in a global economic plan that will ultimately lead to a dystopian society. The theory even calls Mr. Biden's campaign slogan, Build Back Better, a front for the conspiracy. <laughs> See, this, this is how it works. This is how they shut people down. They isolate and alienate you by calling the opposition conspiracy theorists. Everything is a conspiracy. Well, there are some conspiracies out there. Uh, but you need to know the difference between conspiracy theory and conspiracy fact. She said, even the president's slogan, build back better. Well, okay. 
let's just follow this. Build Back Better. It's not original. It wasn't invented by the Biden campaign staff. It originated at the U.N. and the Agenda 21 group. Then later, Agenda 21 was changed to Agenda 2030, and they used Build Back Better. It was then picked up and used by the people in Davos and the World Economic Forum as the Great Reset's slogan. So how is it that it's a conspiracy theory that he's using something that came from the U.N., Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, and then the World Economics, uh, the World Economic Forum's Great Reset, which is part of Agenda 2030 and the U.N.? That's not a conspiracy theory. That's a conspiracy fact. Build Back Better is just a less spooky way of saying the Great Reset. And the White House's climate finance report on Friday is the first step in applying force to ensure compliance. What they didn't want you looking into in actuality is the framework to begin the Great Reset. But what does it mean for you? How will this affect Glenn? Why and how does this affect me and my family? I have done my homework, and I urge you to do yours. I have a book that is coming out in January. Sorry for the lateness of this book, but it is it was really hard because every time we put it to bed, something else would come apart. We like we can't we can't publish until that's in there. Um, you can order it right now at uh, Amazon.com, and it is called The Great Reset. Um, it is going to affect you. And I urge you to get involved in this because things are going to start happening very rapidly. And the way you do your research is you do not go even everything, even that I say, check it against the original source. And the original source now is the world economic forum.org or .com, the UN and now the White House, whitehouse.gov. Everything listed on Biden's report on Friday is taken almost verbatim from the United Nations plan to implement the Paris Accords. And they go into specific detail on how they're going to enforce environmental, social and governance scores or ESGs. And they're going to enforce them on the banks and companies. For anyone who is calling this a conspiracy, go to the U.N. Finance Initiative website and read it for yourself. Nobody's trying to hide this. And it's now at WhiteHouse.gov. Redesigning our capitalist system and our economy and our society is a four-step process. And here's how the U.N. outlines it in their report. Stage one, qualitative analysis. This is when they decided to start placing a woke grade on companies and financial institutions. And I say this was because we're already past stage one now. Stage two, quantitative uh, quantitative analysis uh, is going on right now. Social compliance is what they're doing. Social compliance. It has now been graded and scores are starting to pop up on investment portfolios and annual reports. Social compliance. Stage three, by the way, masks. Have you complied yet? It's good for society. 
you're not with social compliance? Stage three, investment decision. This is where we are now getting to. Money will be diverted from the non-compliant to the compliant. Stage four, active ownership assessment. The compliant will be monitored. If they fall out of line, they'll be handled via exclusion measures. Those are quotes. The report goes on to list several ESG issues that factor into scoring. They include everything from does the company just pay minimum wage or do they have a strong workforce culture or how are they on gender diversity? Just put those standards in the hands of a government looking to change the social contract and imagine who they could go after. Literally anyone they want. Oh, you're not going to $15 an hour, even though it's not mandated by the government. Hmm. Lose some points. Wow. You employ so many white men. Sorry. You're going to lose some more. Oh, and that loan you wanted looks like the bank's not going to be able to approve you now. But just come into compliance with these standards. This isn't a government standard. It's just what the banks are requiring now. The clapback from the left is that this won't affect the average ordinary American. You're seeing what falling out of compliance is doing in cities with just the police force when they say, we're not going to. We're not going to follow your social justice rules. We'll quit. We're not going to follow your mask mandates. We think it's wrong. We quit. It will affect you in more ways than just that. It is such bullcrap. It's such a lie. It's amazing that people are falling for it. What happens to the person that works at a place that now has to fire more workers because the government or the banks are making them pay everyone more than minimum wage? What happens when a person that was fired uh, is now on the streets because they were white or male? If you think anyone will be excluded from this, listen to what will be affected again from their own disclosures. Personal mortgages. Now, that's that doesn't sound like that's affecting the business. That sounds like that's affecting you. Personal mortgages, commercial real estate, business loans, listed equity, energy finance, and even car loans. Not buying the right car. This is every single aspect of your financial life and your future. Remember. They say by 2030, you will own nothing and you will be happy. That's the key. They don't want you owning a home, owning a car. What they're gearing up to do is eliminate all ownership. Do your own homework. Check them on everything. Read the White House's report they released last Friday, then cross-check that with the documentation from both the UN and the Great Reset at uh, the uh, World Economic Forum. They're nearly identical. They're all moving in lockstep to re-engineer society. It is not a conspiracy theory. They are, are they taking orders from some cabal in a star chamber in Davos? No. But they all go to Davos. They all are in agreement that an oligarchy, a global oligarchy, with you at the bottom is the way forward. And week by week, just like last week, 
We are now seeing it all unfold. Step one, do your own homework. Two, decide now if you will comply. Three, begin to come together as Americans. We must stand together. The only way to fight this is locally. You must get your money out of these banks that are part of the Federal Reserve and put them into local banks. And you need to talk to your local bank. How are they going to survive an ESG score? We need to really build a parallel economy quickly. We need to begin to do business with one another. Remember, ESG will stop you from being a supplier. So you make a widget. You will no longer be able to sell your widget to a company with a higher ESG score, and they won't be able to buy it from you because your score is too low. You're not going to get banking services. You will not get insurance. This will affect everyone who refuses to comply. The mask mandate is not about COVID. The vaccine mandate is not about COVID. They've been flying. We found out last night they have been flying illegals into our major cities from the border in the middle of the night. They do everything in the cover of darkness. But if it was truly about COVID and the vaccines were about saving people, then why are these illegals not even required to take a COVID test, let alone wear a mask and get both doses before they've been released into the population? Because it's not about COVID. It's not about anybody but you. Comply. As I told you yesterday, their new regulation is comply or explain yourself. And if you can't explain yourself to their satisfaction, you lose. It's well underway. We're late, but we were late to World War II as well. We just have to remember who we are. That we fight and stand for rights of all people. And then just be immovable. Back in a minute. Uh, there's a global stagnation, uh, or sorry, stagflation warning. This is a problem. This is when an economy has lost momentum. Uh, and unemployment is high and inflation is high, then nothing happens. When stagflation affects uh, uh, higher prices and coupled with low unemployment, it is a perfect storm of uh, economic turmoil. The last time we saw this was in the 1970s, early 80s, and gold went up 650% from a $1,000 an ounce to $650 an ounce. Gold is the hedge against inflation. They have lots of tricks to suppress the price of gold and trick you into thinking that stagflation and inflation isn't happening. But you know, you've, have you went into the grocery store and bought hamburger? 
Do you own gold or silver? Do you own anything that has real intrinsic value? Gold has always been where the world returns. Maybe it's this time it's different, but I highly doubt it. Do you have gold or silver? Do you have enough? Goldline is currently giving away free at no cost a one-tenth ounce platinum coin with a qualifying order of graded $5 gold Indians. They've never given platinum away with anything due to the value and the demand. These are extremely limited. First 300 orders, so call them right now. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE. Be independent so you can take a stand. Goldline.com. 866-GOLDLINE. 10-second station ID. You know, here's the good news. Uh, China is stopping overseas coal finance, uh, just right in line with what the uh, president wants and what the World Economic Forum wants. They want all of the financing of new coal plants to stop. And so China, and I'm quoting, is stopping overseas coal finance to cut as much emissions as uh, as possible for Europe because they want to go to net zero. Meanwhile, China is building coal fire plants by the dozen. So they are cutting our electricity off by using the Great Reset. Yet they're not complying. They're building new coal plants by the dozen. And what does our government say? I want you to see how twisted they are. Global warming is so important. Listen to Nancy Pelosi. We've always felt connected uh, to China, uh, but with their uh, military aggression in the South China Sea, with their continuation of genocide with the Uyghurs in uh, Shenzhen uh, province there, with their violation of the cultural, linguistic, religious uh, priority of, of Tibet, uh, with their suppression of democracy in Hong Kong, and other parts of China as well. Uh, they're just getting worse in terms of suppression and freedom of speech. So that uh, militarily, so human rights, security, economically. Having said all of that, and again, I go back and forth to yeah. China. I've been there a number of I times. I got to cut her off Sometimes here. I'm considered. She's saying, but considering all of that, global warming is more important. This is the Glenn Beck That's program. insanity. Insanity. All right. Let me tell you a little bit about. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about AMAC. AMAC is this uh, this great organization that will help us all stand together. If you are over fifty, you might want to join a group that gives you discounts, uh, you know, on uh, insurance and roadside assistance programs, members only credit card, travel benefits, uh, all of these things that they're not going to cut you off from. Uh, they are on your side. Uh, I would highly doubt that AMAC is going to go all ESG on you because they were really started. Uh, to stand against these kinds of intrusions. Their advocacy is amazing, really amazing. And they are 2 million members plus strong. 
We need to join and stand together. We need to move as a group. So join AMAC today, amac.us slash Beck, amac.us slash Beck. Make sure to check out Glenn Beck's new book called The Great Reset. It's available for free to order right now on Amazon.com. I told you 10 years ago, chaos would be the operative word when you stopped recognizing your country. You would see it fall into chaos and there would be agents of chaos, people that would do anything they could to create more chaos. We are seeing that right now. Chaos is everywhere. And it seems as though the government of the United States and some uh, state governors and uh, state agencies are adding to the chaos. Uh, When you say we're going to defund the police, you're adding to the chaos. It doesn't do anyone, especially at the lowest rungs of the ladder, any good to defund the police. As you see, crime is going up. Now we add to it a vaccine mandate. How many cops are being lost now because of this? We have in Chicago, the mayor of Chicago says that the police union just opposing the city's vaccine mandate is trying to induce an insurrection. So now you're a traitor to your country. Well, Robert LeMay has been on the uh, police force. He's actually been a Washington state patrolman for uh, 22 years. He has been honored with multiple awards, the Red Cross Real Life Hero Award, the Washington State Police Commission Award. He won that twice. Washington State uh, Patrol Commercial Vehicle Division Trooper of the Year in 2007, 2008, 2009. Uh, he is a remarkable guy now leaving because of the mandate. He's in Yakima, Washington, and here's what his sign-off sounded like at the end of his final shift on Sunday. This is my final sign-off um, after 22 years of serving the citizens of the state of Washington, um, being asked to leave because I am dirty. Um, numerous fatalities, um, injuries, I've worked sick, I've played sick. Um, We've buried lots of friends over these years. I'd like to thank you guys. I'd like to thank the um, citizens of Yakima County, as well as my fellow officers within the Valley. Without you guys, I wouldn't have been very successful, and you've kept me safe and got me home to my family every night. Um, Thank you for that. Um, Wish I could say more, but um, this is it. So, State 1034, this is the last time you'll hear me in a state patrol car. And Jay Ansley can kiss my ass. (laughs) Robert LeMay, the former Washington State Trooper that you just heard sign off, joins us now. Hi, Robert. How are you? Hi, Glenn. And I can verify that. I remember you talking about that 10 years ago, and I'll be dang, it's happening. It's crazy, isn't it? I wish I were wrong. It's insane. Yeah. I I wish you were, too. Yeah. So, Robert... um, Thank you for listening for all these years, uh, and thank you for what you've done as a Washington State Trooper. You guys truly are amazing. 
Um, you know, there are bad people in my business. There are bad people in the bakery business. There are bad people in the cop business. Uh, but the vast majority is good. So thank you for being one of the good guys. Why did you decide? You, you're welcome. Why did you decide to leave instead of taking the vaccine? Well, when this all started, and I apologize, I'm actually in a Santa can right now on a construction site. This construction site believes in what's going on so much that they're like, you go do your interview. And I found the safest, quietest place I could do it. So I apologize for the echo right now. But uh, <laughs> What is it I'm with people doing interviews with, right hang on, what is it with people doing interviews in the bathroom? Laura, uh, Laura Logan just did a TV interview from a bathroom in an airplane with me last week. And now you in a Santa can. <laughs> So, uh, I don't know. I don't all know. right. So, I, I guess, so we, we talked about this. We kind of saw this stuff coming, the mandates, the vaccines. And we, um, my wife and I, were worried about Christians. And we're like, you know something? This just doesn't rise. So, we prayed about it. And, you know, we're like, nope, we're not doing this. So, we started reading more into the vaccines. We knew people that were getting the vaccines and the weird side effects from, uh, we knew some people that actually lost full-term uh, babies, um, coworkers that actually would collapse. Um, I've got one detective friend of mine who's actually on a hot heart monitor now. He's 37 years old. Um, just crazy stuff. So we started seeing this, and I'm like, there's no way I'm doing this. Well, then I started doing the research. I'm also a drug recognition expert. So I do a lot with um, neurological things, pharmacology, so on and so forth. So I started reading the science. I'm like, you know, this makes no sense either. Reaching out to professionals that I knew that were telling me the same thing. So I'm like, you know, this isn't going to happen. So I made a stand. Um, I got on Jason Ranch's show. Um, somebody actually reached out to me and I told him the same thing. I said, look, I, I'm not, I'm not going to do this. I'm willing to get fired. And my group of people that I worked with, um, I'm old enough to be their dad. You know, I, like I said, I remember eight track players and they have no idea what that is. So, um, yeah. So I just, I made a stand. Well, uh, this, this evolved. They said, Hey, look, we're going to take religious exemptions. Cool. So myself and, uh, numerous other employees throughout the state, DOT, uh, everybody, we put in these things. Well, it took them forever to get back, and they said, well, we recognize your religious exemption. That's fantastic. The problem is is that we don't have any jobs for you, so you're fired anyways. Furthermore, they threw on top of this, oh, since the separation is not because you, you really can't do your job, um, it just you just can't do it under these terms, we're not going to give you any unemployment. So basically, um, my last day, I walked out with my boots. Um, we have you know, holiday credits and things we can comp out. They're so overloaded right now. They're saying it's probably minimum of 90 days before you get that back. Um, just for prior to going on this construction site here, um, I was watching other videos of my, my coworkers um, quitting, retiring, and leaving. It's insane. We've been nothing but lied to from the state of Washington, um, from Governor Jamesley's office, as well as our command staff, John Batiste. They've all lied to us. Um, our union has failed us. Um, we have no other options. So um, it started off with about 300, excuse me, at least uh, troopers. And then it kind of dwindled down to, I think the final numbers yesterday was 74. So our chief actually sent out a big document saying, basically, you know, I want to say success, but the way it came out is we were successful. Those of you who stayed, thank you. And they feel like we're replaceable. So it's, it's not a big deal to them. Um, luckily I've got enough friends out there that I've been very supportive. Like I said, I, I've, you've probably seen it's what 1.5 million likes or something like that. I've yeah, been talking yeah. to people throughout the world. I mean, England was calling me yesterday, which is pretty cool. Um, the generosity has been phenomenal. Like I said, I'm on a job site. Somebody's taking my spot so I can actually do this interview. 
the owner of this company, uh, Puget Sound Executive Services, uh, Bob Rondo, and I've known him for years. He's like, don't worry, man. I'll get you some work so you can get your feet down. So that's why I'm here right now. But um, that's what kind of started this. My wife supported me. Um, my family supported me. It, it, it's a tough road, but there's a lot of people that have worse than me. We have to start hiring people like you. Um, you know, I said earlier, we need a parallel economy. Um, we need to begin to gather in areas where we're like-minded. Uh, that's what they do. They're, they're like a hive, uh, and they just take over cities. Well, we need to start doing this, too, and start picking places to live and hiring people like you. If anyone is hiring uh, you know, for cops, and I would say here in Texas is a good place, Florida would probably be a good place, um, it, we need to, we need to hire people, uh, like Robert. Are you guys willing to move? Do you want to go do oh, a yeah, cop I, thing again? Well, this, this is kind of where I'm at. So I grew up in Keller, Texas, not too far from y'all. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, I moved, I moved up here in 90. Um, the support has been unreal. I mean, I've had, um, job offers from across the country, across the state. It's been phenomenal. It, it's an interesting thing. Cause we started as I got home. When this went through, and I was just pissed. We were like, I went to visit my dad um, and my parents in, in Fort Worth, Texas. We were driving back, and my phone blew up. I'm one of the peer support uh, people for um, Washington State Patrol, or I was. Um, but I do a lot with mental health as well for first responders. So um, my phone blew up. So my wife is like, okay, we're going to sell everything. We're, we're going to move. And I'm like, okay, cool. Where? Where do you want to go? So Texas is, is, I mean, that's my home. I've got my, my coworkers. Everybody's like, you need to go back down to Texas. Florida has been phenomenal. All these guys have been pulling out, but we've been praying about it. It's like, Lord, where do you want us to go? Show us where we need to go. And there really hasn't been one state that's actually jumped up and said, come to us. Um, I think this is, and I'll be honest with you, this has evolved into us meeting now. I mean, if we were just up and pull it and leave, none of this would happen. So I think this is what Lord wants me to do right now to, to kind of prosper and be that voice for those folks that don't have a voice. Um, and it's amazing. So many people are so pissed off. And, and for your listeners, this is Washington. This could come to Texas. This could come to, to Oklahoma. This could come to Iowa. It I is. Mean, we have to stand up, and we cannot do this. I mean, in, um, like I said, I'm not an interview guy, but I spent from 2 o'clock yesterday morning to late last night just doing phone interviews and view amuse max and just all these different places. It's been insane. And, and uh, I'd like to get a shout out there to uh, Jason Rance and his show. It's a phenomenal man, and his team is just phenomenal. That's great. Um, well, um, I know the Keller Police Department. I don't know about their job openings, but I know they're a good police force. And uh, if you happen to be listening in Keller, Texas, um, Robert LeMay, decorated former Washington State Trooper, uh, seems like exactly the kind of guy that you would want to hire. I don't know if you have job openings, but um, Keller, Texas, or or any place uh, that is willing to take a stand and say we're not we're not moving, we're not budging off of the Bill of Rights. Sorry. Amen. Amen. Robert, thank you very much. God bless you. You too, sir. Thank you, and thank, thank your you. team. And you guys have a safe and God bless day. You bet. I feel sorry for him being in the portage on those plates. Oof! I get out of there as soon as I possibly can. <laughs> People are you. You develop an ability to go to the bathroom within nine seconds. In those <laughs> things. Oh, it's so awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert LeMay is his uh, name.
quit his job over the vaccine mandate. And he is not alone. And I can't believe we're vilifying these people yet again. I mean, again, the stat on polio is remarkable. It, it took us six years to get to 54 percent on the, with the with the Salk polio vaccine. I mean, that was polio. That was your kids not walking. It took us six years to get to 54 percent. And that's always seen as the gold standard of vaccine rollouts. Right <laughs> Now they are expecting 100 percent compliance. That's insanity. And like, look, you know, we're not even that far away from 100 percent compliance among the most vulnerable people. Right. The 65 plus number right now for one shot of this vaccine is 95.8 percent. 95.8 percent. How could you possibly have imagined you'd get to that number? Within how many months are we talking? This is incredible. These are like only uh, Hitler elections were better than that. (laughs) Saddam Hussein. Saddam Hussein with 100% vote. You don't get people to do 100% of anything unless... You are an autocrat. Right. And this this is all done, by the way, before this mandate has been implemented by the uh, by Biden. Uh, now, there have been some companies that have done it, as we've discussed, and obviously Washington State. Mm-hmm. I mean, the big news today as well in Washington State is the, the head football coach of Washington State fired over the vaccine mandate. I think it was five total coaches. Good. Look, we're going to have police. We're going to have football. Uh, I think we can start our own thing. Come, come. Parallel, parallel economy. All right, let me tell you about my pillow. Do yourself a favor sometime today and just Google Giza cotton. In case you don't already know, what you'll find is that Giza cotton is widely regarded as the best cotton in the world. Uh, Sheets made from Giza cotton are strong and durable, and they get softer every time you sleep on them. I sleep on uh, Giza Dream Sheets every night. I absolutely love them. Love them. We have a friend who's trying to convince us, "You you need to sleep on linen sheets. And I'm like, why don't we just sleep in a burlap bag? That would be great. Oh, no, they're so soft. You don't know what soft is. Giza Dream Sheets. Get on board with this while they're still available. The most comfortable, the softest. You can now get them. uh, Buy one, get one free at MyPillow.com. Click on the new radio listener specials. Buy one, get one free. The Giza Dream Sheets. You can call 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117. Or go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mm. Hello, America. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck Program. Hey, we have another uh, letter to Slate coming up. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. Because it's another... uh, Slate Tuesdays. T- Tuesdays, yes. Mm-hmm. Where we usually, for years, since the 1960s, we've been doing... Uh, Slate Mondays. Slate Mondays. And where then we expanded to Slate Tuesdays. Right. And that was in the late 70s. Right, right, right. Uh, just from the popularity. I mean, Slate.com uh, and their letters to the editor have pretty much put this show on the map, as we all know. As we all know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but also coming up, we have uh, Greg Morris. He's here in town in Dallas. He's one of the uh, dads 
that is fighting the mask mandate at a Catholic school. And they threatened to expel kids whose parents opposed the mask mandate. So <laughs> while they didn't while they didn't call the FBI to investigate them for terrorism, apparently the uh, the diocese uh, was threatening to expel kids whose parents opposed the mask mandate. So it's, this is, again, not a covid policy. Right. Like a lot of these things you can say, well, this is not a good covid policy. It's not a good approach to a pandemic. A lot of these things just seem to be I want to punish a group that I don't like. Well, that was kind of the thing yeah. uh, because they were they were protesting and this guy wasn't even part of the protesting, but he was a vocal dad mm-hmm. and he didn't go to the uh, protest and there were a bunch of protesters there. Uh, and somebody had a sign that said, stop the child abuse, and they didn't like that. Uh, as you can imagine, the Catholic diocese didn't didn't like signs, uh, <laughs> stop the child abuse. <laughs> yeah, no, it uh, wouldn't be something that anyone would find favorable, particularly. Then. Right, and yeah. they threatened to remove him, uh, his kid, from the school and uh, expel if he didn't stop. And he's like, I wasn't even there, dude. But he's, he's here, uh, seems pretty reasonable. Hmm. Uh, and is trying to stand up to the private school here in Dallas that is saying mask mandate. This is the Glenn Beck Program.